Hello, it is I, Victoria, your DM, and I'm, well, I'm so excited because A, I get to say hello, which I have not recorded myself saying hello in a long time, it feels like. And secondly, we've, we've kind of been on a bit of a hiatus, and I wanted to say thank you for sticking around while we kind of figured things out. It was a combination of there's some health issues, and then um, just quite frankly, some of the good old panini blues um and also because well this is huge news for us this is big news for us uh we have joined a new network and this is the first episode that we have on the new network and this is the day that it's being announced and we're super excited uh we have joined fable and folly now we had a whole bunch of back end stuff to do with our back catalog um, change loudness settings and, and file types and all, all sorts of stuff. But, um, so that took time and I didn't want to have to do a whole bunch more. So we kind of held off until we got that already. Uh, so we have joined Fable and Folly. They are a fantastic network. They have great shows like Alba Salix, The Royal Physician, uh, the End of Times and Other Brothers, DM to GM, The Amelia Project, um, who's some other people, uh, We Fix Space Junk, Harlem Queen, Dungeons and Dragons, whom you know Russ being on our show as Anton, Facing Fate, The Orphans, and like there's so many more. There are a ton of shows on this network and really good. So you can check them out at fableandfolly.com. You're going to hear a lot of bumpers and things like that of different shows that are on the network. So please check them out. And what else? Oh, it also means now this is a network that does a lot of active ad sales. So you are going, we are going to have a lot more uh, sponsors. Uh, so and we are going to be doing a bunch of ad reads um, and they're probably going to be in character. So they're going to be a lot of fun and we're, we're going to try to make them as interesting and funny and, and wholesome as we possibly can. So yeah, that that is will be a bit of a change. Anything else? No, I don't think so. I think I think I covered it. All right. Well, let's get to it. After losing their friend and mentor Anton, the broads ran into their old friend Buckminster on the rotting battlefield. After performing some dental work on Twisted Shadowfay, they finally arrive at Imamar. There they are to find the Iron General. What waits for them after this? You're listening to The Broadswords. Starring Kristen Flemons as Yolari's Roaring Horn, our wizard witch. You sure you want to do that after the wall? Tracy Gibbons as Keela, the high elf bard scald. And perhaps some food? Lovable tiefling barbarian Maypri is played by B. Zelda. What is your arm wrestling score? 
And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. And we have leveled up. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. Now level nine. So powerful. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what you all chose. Why don't we start with you, Tracy? Oh, boy. Okay, so Scalds don't get a ton at level nine, but one of the big things that I got was an increase to my proficiency bonus from plus three to plus four, um, which means that I now have a plus 10 acrobatics and a plus 10 persuasion. So Ooh. I can persuade you while doing some sick flips. Um and then the other thing that I got was I got another spell as well as um, I now have level three spell slots. So I chose the spell Bestow Curse. I probably should have looked it up what, what it does because I leveled up like <laughs> a month ago and I've forgotten. Oh, yeah. OK, so you touch a creature and they have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become cursed. So the curse can be they can have... Um, you choose a nature of the curse, so they can have disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws or disadvantage on attack rolls. It might have to do, you can do one where they have to make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. And if it fails, it does nothing with its action. Um, or you deal an extra 1d8 necrotic damage to the target. Ooh, you can do a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, it's really versatile. That's why I liked it. So story-wise, narratively, why is Keela interested in this spell i think she's interested in the spell because of what we've been seeing as we've been traveling we've seen so many cursed and unfortunate beings i think that maybe it's taking her to a little bit of a darker place in her spell casting mm. influenced by rashman mm -hmm. b my level up was pretty underwhelming um i got more health and yeah. uh yep I think that was it. Nice. In your proficiency well, you bonus. Help. Yeah, the proficiency bonus. I mean, yeah, we all got that. And that was nice. But I mean, I also got something called Brutal Critical, which I am going to do my best to remember that I can do. Beginning at ninth level, you can roll one additional weapon damage die when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. And that's so cool, but I don't know if I've ever even crit with damage uh, or crit <laughs> ever as May Priest. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, maybe this is like by speaking it into the universe, I will make it true. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe, maybe it will. I mean, that, and you know what? That extra damage could come in clutch, you know? Totally. In a moment when you least suspect it and everything looks dire and you're like, oh, yeah. Do all the damage. I can only hope. Kristen. Um, so I also had my proficiency bonus go up and I got some more health. So slightly less squishy, slightly more proficient. And the only big thing that happens as a wizard slash witch at ninth level is you get a single spell slot at fifth level. So I got to pick two more spells to put into my potential one spell slot. And I it was actually pretty easy because I picked these when we turned <laughs> to level eight and I neglected to notice that you can't have fifth level spells at level eight. So just uh, reprising that choice, I took scrying and telekinesis. Nice, 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 nice. So why yep, yep. narratively is Yulari's picking these spells to learn? So scrying, I think, is a pretty um, 
one that she's pretty intent on because a lot of the stuff that has happened over the last like season and a bit has been due to forces that the three of the the broads didn't necessarily understand, couldn't get quite a read on what the factors at play were, what forces were pulling their strings. And that was really frustrating. And so I think through scrying, she wants to try and gain a little bit more control and understanding over the situation and not be so much of a whim uh, of higher powers, be able to understand what's happening a little bit more. And then telekinesis, sometimes you just got to get angry and pick something up and throw it away. So uh, if you can do that with magic and pick up something really big and toss it the heck away from you, uh, that's very satisfying. For instance, if she'd had telekinesis, maybe she could have just picked up the scary massive bones and thrown that away instead of banishing it along with her friend. Yep. Yep. And you're going to say that. Par exemple. (laughs) (laughs) But if the friend is grappled by said thing. You know, it's sort of on a situation by situation (laughs) basis, but, you know, it at least broadens the toolkit. Also, like... Not Yalaris, but as Kristen, I just really like the idea of like looking at a huge enemy and just like with your mind being like, doesn't matter that I'm a scrawny half human, half elf. I'm going to pick you up and suspend you in the air and like, like do the like dog in a swimming pool thing where their little legs kick and they can't go anywhere, even though they're a big, scary monster. That's very, um, that fills me with satisfaction. That image (laughs) of like the little corgo legs in the, in the pool, go kick, kick, kick. So ineffectual. Yeah. So that's my goal with that spell is I would like to pick up a monster and render it useless. All right. I, I'm Maybe sure. Maybe while they pre whales on it and gets critical damage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that can be arranged <laughs> pretty easily. All right. So if we'd leveled up, we got our stuff. Let's get back into this then. We left off with a very prolonged goodbye with Buckminster. <laughs> And you have been left standing just outside of this weird door that leads into a section of the Iron Lord's palace. Well, it's not really a palace. It's like a fortress. Mm -hmm. And um, there are two guards, one on each side. You've been let in because you are were brought here with with the prince. So you're important personages, according to these guards. And but you're not that important that you went into the fortress with the prince. You're parting ways. So they're just kind of letting you do your thing. They're just standing there at attention. At their posts. And you are in a corner of a courtyard. So should we go and find the the, the person with that we got to deliver the letters to the Iron General? The, the general, yes, yeah. I think, and then perhaps a nap, I, and perhaps some food and Ooh. drinks. Ooh, lots of drinks. You hear like a little goat tummy rumble. Yeah, I mean this place has got to have good booze. I mean where there's soldiers, there's alcohol. I think that's that's the saying. It's one of the inviolable rules of the universe, yes. 
So do we look for somebody dressed in iron? Uh, um, you, you there. Is there a guard nearby? Yes. There's two I guards. hail them. They look at you. We have urgent communique for the Iron General. Can you uh, direct us in their direction? They look at you and then look at the tube. How are you? Are, how are you carrying that tube, Maypre? I don't. What am I picturing? Like, is it? Um, big? It's like a. It's like this big. It's about like, like a, a foot. foot long. Okay. And you know, probably under the my size armpit. of an apple round. Okay. Yeah. Under my arm. Keeping it warm. Okay. They see that you have one of these tubes and it has a seal on it. Um, so they're they're like, oh, yes. The Iron General is at the front gate. Which direction is the front gate? East. Which direction is east? And he looks at all of you a bit strangely and points east. Thank you. Just follow it's the cloudy. eastern road. It's cloudy. We can't. <sighs> we follow the eastern road. Yep. All right. You go walk through the fortress gates with you. May pre Since you're inside and you are leaving, they don't question it at all. Um, and you begin to walk out of the fortress area. Um, the city of Imamar is... you. You've been here before. It's filled with longhouses with that are, you know, like stone at the bottom as the foundation. And then you have wood and and wicker and all sorts of things like that um, up top. And then you have these. This area is the longhouses are really well kept. There are a lot of murals painted on the walls of brightly colored flowers. And there are some that try to be a little bit more artistic with spirits that are imbued into a tree kind of thing. And this is, you know, this is the, where the important personages of Imumar live that you are wandering through. And this eastern gate, this eastern road appears to be, it's the main road from the front gate all the way to the fortress. So it is filled with shops as you get further down and out of the residential area. And it seems to be well-traveled and well-kept. However, the city has been under siege. It's been attacked. So there are bits of rubble around from where catapults and things like that have shattered homes. You see a lot of tents around. You see people out in the streets barefoot, even though it's getting colder. It's well kept, I say, the street, but it's still dirty. It's just not as dirty as the rest. And it stinks. There's been a lot of people who haven't had enough water to take baths in one place. All right. That longhouse, I think, looks the most important. Uh, let's let's try it. Yeah. Do we just walk in? I can't remember the like process or the rules. Yalaris, how do I do I knock first? Uh, I, I walk in. Were... OK, 
This is the largest longhouse by the front gate. You walk in and you find yourself in a... It looks almost like a shop, but there isn't anything in the front of house. There's just a counter and behind them are, looks like to be a warehouse. Uh, is there anyone about for me to yell at? <laughs> there is a person whose back is to you. Um, they have a clipboard and they are doing something with, uh, with that clipboard and a, and a, a pen. Um, excuse me, uh... I, I'm sorry to bother you, but we're looking for the Iron General. Could you assist us? They look up and look over. The Iron General? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're... They should be on the walls. How do we get on the walls? They... Let me... Roll I mean, something. I could try climbing. I don't know if it's going to go well, but I could try. I've never climbed a wall before. Yeah, so You've they... never climbed a wall. Oh, Seems uncharacteristic for you. I mean, it does. I think maybe we should change that. I've gone through some walls. Never climbed one. Uh, so sorry, you, you were saying? They notice the tube and they say, oh, right, 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 right. Um, well, there's if there's a small alley that leads directly just outside of this door, if you turn right and then turn right again, um, just follow that. That will lead you to a staircase. Perfect. And, and thank good you, soldier. What was your name? I will commend you to your officer. Oh, oh, um, I'm I'm just this warehouse person. What good warehousing you are doing? Thanks. Warehouse on. Thank you. And uh, yeah, me and Pri's going to turn around and start marching in the direction of those directions. All right, you All right. turn right, you turn right again, you walk down the alley, and lo and behold, there's a stone staircase built into the wall. Um, and you go up the staircase? Or do yep. you climb the wall? Is this my moment? How 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 <clears throat> how tall is this wall? Keela's like, when you ask yourself, is this the moment? Keela's like at your one shoulder, nodding, nodding enthusiastically. I'll just like put out my hand for the uh, the tube, just in case, you know. Oh yeah, here it's a little warm. It's been under my armpit for a while. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Okay. H- how how tall do we think this wall is? I'm gonna gaze up. So we're just going to say they're 40 feet tall. Okay. Oh, wow. These are good walls. Yes, these are solid walls. They're six meters thick and 40 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) That's so much stone. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, me people gaze up, up, and up. Uh, yeah. Well, you think I can climb that wall? Oh, totally. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's some, uh, uh... can I do a perception check to see if I can find any pythons? In the wall? Oh, on the ground. This place has been ravaged. I'm sure there's like it's like just equipment strewn around. I just need like a... You sh- don't need perception to look around and see that there are no pythons to climb the wall. Darn. <laughs> I feel like that's something that's just in most of our backpacks, though, isn't I it? I have never yeah. truly looked in my equipment bag. <laughs> what? Didn't we lose all that stuff? 
Oh yeah, when, that's true. In one of our yeah. many shipping adventures, you got, you got all of your basic equipment though. Again, when you left early, I thought I, I thought I rolled and lost mine. Not from early. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, you would have been outfitted um, at Erling before you left. Okay. Can I have some pythons? What kind of what kind of uh, bag did you get? I'm being serious about this. Uh, I have an adventuring gear, adventuring backpack. Okay, what's an adventuring backpack? They don't traditionally come with pythons. It's just like tinderbox, torch, water skin, rope, rations. Then no, you don't have uh, pythons. Grip okay, strength I have an only. entertainer's pack. Let me check if there might be pythons in an entertainer's There's pack. There's definitely none in the scholar's pack, I can tell you that much. <laughs> I don't have any, but I do have some costumes. <laughs> I have some sand for setting ink. Oh, that's cool, actually. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to help me climb the wall. I mean, I can, nope. like... This is pure athletics. We'll see you up there. Okay. See you soon. Hilarious <laughs> takes the stairs. <laughs> Oh, I don't. Is it? It's an athletics check. Um, it'd be athletics or acrobatics, but I know for me, pre-athletics is the way to go. You seriously gonna flip up that wall? How, how are you gonna do that? Well, you could like take a running leap, kind of do a a thing, and then like grab onto a thing and swing up, and then swing very up. Breath of the Wild so, like shit to me. Listen, y'all, I've been watching a lot of Rush Hour lately, and <laughs> I really, I, I, Jackie Chan can get up a wall. I feel like Keela can get up a wall, and I kind of want to do it a to encourage May Pre and B because it sounds like the more fun way to get up to the top of the wall. Do you have any words of inspiration for me before you? You go up that wall? Yeah, sure. I will I will say, Maypre, let's climb the wall for the sake of climbing a wall and give you some inspiration. Thanks. What did you want again? D eight. D eight. Um, I rolled a sixteen. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen plus six, twenty-four. <gasps> <Dang>! <gasps> okay. So, this was a really hard DC. Wait, 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 hold on. I didn't roll the inspiration. Yes, add the inspiration to uh, 26. Hey, 26. That's awesome. Thank you. I felt really bolstered. Yeah, so... Beefcake. <laughs> this was a really hard DC. It was a DC of 20. Um, because this is a 40-foot <laughs> tall wall. It's a 40-foot tall And it's not like a mountain range that you can climb, per se. It's a wall. Um, so yeah, um, you don't, like, outright fail horribly and hurt yourself and make a, like, a big kerfuffle, because you rolled a 16, and that's pretty good. You gave a solid effort. So <laughs> what does that solid effort and, like, that, like, you made it two-thirds of the way up before you were like, nope? I think what happens is... In the beginning, I do start graceful. There is like, you know, a flagpole and I'm able to kind of do like a flip up it onto like uh, a good rock to get some good foot bounce off of. And it starts great, but I think I start to lose momentum about two thirds of the way up and I find myself in sort of a dead hang. But there are the stairs there and I'm able to kind of push myself in such an angle to land with I'd say grace, but I wouldn't say clumsiness in the way that I land. It's it's just an acceptable landing. Maypre. So you got six above the DC level. You were pretty outstanding in this athletic climb. What's what's this like? 
your your description earlier really really resonated with like Breath of the Wild Link when he's climbing the mountains because it's these absurd feats of strength where he just like they, like so Maypri she grabs up like on with one arm and then with the strength of her one arm and all the muscles in her back she's able to heave herself up and with that momentum grab onto another handhold with her left hand and like stabilize herself with her feet and it's just like from from the stairwell you just hear like ugh um, just these really outlandish sounds as she's just pulling herself just through sheer force of will up this 40 foot tall wall. And this is, I, I imagine Mapri is like barely using her feet at all. It's just like all they're upper back you, know, you put them on the and wall. Like we've only had a, just, we only had a short rest since we got pummeled. Right? So yeah, we're all still like wait, dirty and wait, sweaty and bloody. Oh, you still have levels of exhaustion. <gasps> oh, oops. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Exhaustion level one. That's very fair. What does that mean again? Disadvantage, I think. That's skill checks. Yep. A hundred percent. Oh my God. So, like, oh no. Starts off looking Christine. cool. Sorry. Uh, well, I rolled, I rolled a so I'm down to 15 from 16. I feel like my consequences are about the same. Yeah. DM? Well, you aren't exhausted, Tracy, because it's just Maypre, because Maypre was using a feat that... Reckless. Reckless. Oh, yeah. okay. 17. 17 total. Okay. Mm. So it's... Plus Bardic Inspiration? I don't think I get to use it twice. Oh, well, it's on the same... I didn't know how to work that out. It's for the same role, so it's plus two, so it's 19. Yeah. So you do so a solid effort, but it is just proves to be too much for you. So it starts off with you heaving like Link and making those sounds, but then what happens? Oh my god, I get so tired. Just, I've never climbed this much wall. And eventually, like, her hands give out, and then she just slides, probably losing some skin along Ooh. the way. Um, Ooh. Yeah, 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 it's not great. No, it's not great. Oh, jeez. What, 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 And then wah. hits the ground. Uh, you want me to roll some damage? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I will actually roll some of that for you. Um, I Five will actually, damage. if I can see Maypre um, sliding down the wall, can I see her from the stairs? Yep. I'll cast Featherfall on her. Uh, what does that look like then? I think it's like Maypre goes like shooting up past us, like with her amazing upper back strength. And he sort of just like, like cartoon style, like Yularius and Yularius Jr. Like boop, watch her go up and then... Ooh, but you see Maypree start sliding down. It's just a little like reach out and just tap and like little, little like burst of light. And Maypree just kind of goes whoosh, 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 all the way down. <laughs> I keep climbing the stairs. I can't feel my arms anymore. Stairs only need legs. Uh, okay. She'll try and like pull herself up without the use of her arms because it hurts. This is probably why I've never climbed a wall before. Oh, heck. And uh, she'll follow just a, a, a lot more slower than everybody else now. 
So I'm imagining we get up to the top before Keela and Mapri catch up then. Yes. Is there yeah. anyone general looking? A general general? Um, you do. And in fact, you see someone, they are in really nice armor. It's very functional armor and mm-hmm. it has some dings on it, but it's well maintained. Um, and she has her hair cropped really short. She has a fancy blade, like the pommel of her blade mm. looks a bit fancier than most. And she has a cloak and the clasp of the cloak mm-hmm. ha- is like her insignia of her rank. Cool. And she is currently talking to three other soldiers, two of which look to be just soldiers and one looks to be some sort of officer of some sort. How far how far down are Keela and, and Mapri if I look down the staircase? I mean they wasted a lot of time going up that wall. <laughs> they did. I'm just gonna walk over to the Iron General. <clears throat> Clear my throat in my most uh posh lady seeking attention way. The Iron General, I presume Who's this? Yelaris Roenghorn. Um, I apologize for the interruption, but we come bearing an urgent communique for your person that uh, was supposed to be delivered by uh, Anton of the Scalds, but unfortunately he did not uh, manage to complete the trip, and I will show her the roll. Maybe Pre has the tube. No. Oh, no, I took it from her as uh, she started to climb the wall. Okay. For safekeeping. Honestly, the best decision we could have ever done. (laughs) All right. (laughs) She needed those arms and those armpits (laughs) for the climbing. (laughs) Armpits are very, very important for climbing. The Iron General takes the tube, inspects it, sees that there's still the seal on it, um, and then takes their belt knife from their their belt, Mm -hmm. pops the seal, opens it up resheaves their belt and then pulls out a message and they read this message while you stand there um they're very just read quickly you can see their mouth just um lightly moving with the words i'm gonna i'm gonna say that reading in rashomon is similar to how reading was in ancient rome most people couldn't read silently they could only read out loud uh, oh, interesting. So, uh, just because the language in it, of itself was just kind of odd. So people... Caesar, just random aside, Caesar was one of the few people who could read in his head, and he was, that was, he was considered to be exemplary because he could do that. Anywho, um, I'm going to... Pre- that classic education is coming right? out right I mean. now. <laughs> um, so... Do I understand uh, then what she's sort of murmuring to herself as she reads it? Um, you hear some kind of some words that are similar to that. It's it's more of along the lines of where they could take the battle that that would help them, mm-hmm. where the land in and of itself would help them and be beneficial to them, because the Rashemi spend so much time with the spirits and honoring the spirits of the earth and their environment, they have a really good rapport with 
the environment, the countryside um, in and of itself. So it's because this is all information from the Hathren. So it's all kind of mm -hmm. mystical um, in nature. Right. So you just kind of hear some parts of words and here and there. So you get kind yeah. of what it's about, but not what the direct orders are. Yeah, I mean, I imagine, especially if it's about locations, Yulari's uh, grasp of Rashomon's geography is uh, loose. It knows a few a few uh, key points, but not a lot of uh, the details. And as she finishes reading, the two of you reach the top of the stairs. <sighs> My arms are so sore. Well, it was a good attempt. Ugh. We both tried really hard. This is why going through walls is definitely better. I mean, it's faster. I don't know if it's better. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of opinion, you know? May I present my colleagues, uh, Keela and May Bree? Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Uh, we Nice to meet you, Iron General. We have brought you a missive from our... Oh, did you already... Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yes, thank you. You said... That Anton wasn't able to complete the trip. We were uh, attacked uh, on our journey over, and um, he, I believe, was sucked back to the Shadowfell along with the entity that besieged us. Another name to add to the prayers. Yes. Thank you. He was... He was a good man. He was a, a mentor of sorts to me. And well, I'm not one for praying, really, but I'll pray for him tonight. Good. Maypri, Keela, Yolaris. I know these names. Oh, oh, no. Good <laughs> things, right? Seems unlikely. You're to go to the Vermione stronghold. Yes, that is our final destination. Well, according to these orders, she waves the paper at you. It appears that you are to meet someone at the harbor. You will be going north through Lake Ashane, as opposed to the road. The road is not safe at this time. Hilarious just mutters under her breath. Boats. <sighs> well, Hilarious, it's either boats or horrific entities on the roads. So I'd, I'd call that one a 50-50 draw, but boats it is. Does it mention who we are supposed to be meeting? Uh, she looks down further at the paper. Uh, a Tethryn. Cowan. <gasps> Cowan. You know Cowan. Yeah, we do. We do. It's been some time. We fought with them. They were really cool. Kinder times, but it, it will be nice to see a friendly face. Yes. It's always good. Well, here, take this. This will mark you as my guest. If you go to the barracks, I will ensure that you get a night's rest and a meal before you go. Thank you. We appreciate that. We've been on the road fighting for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, like... These barracks? Do, do you ever go there? And like, what what is your arm wrestling score? <laughs> you got really strong arms. I mean, look at them. She uh, eyes you briefly for a moment. Uh, 
We'll see. Oh, okay. Keelan's in the back, like nodding encouragingly, like very enthusiastically. <laughs> you just elbow me, parade under my mouth. You sure you want to do that after the wall? <laughs> Yes, she does want to do that. Right, we have time to short rest. Mipri's arms are just like hanging limp and useless at her sides. <laughs> just like shrugging, but no arms can she move. Shakes her torso and they just floppy. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll heal you. It's fine. I just I need Noodle to see arms. this. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll be there. Thank you. You've been super helpful. Anything for allies. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll head toward the barracks if there's not anything we want to check out along the way back down those stairs that it took us so long to get up do you want to try the wall again <gasps> can you just if okay if i jump can you feather fall me down i think that might have been my last spell slot because we haven't like long rested <laughs> since since the battle so i think that was my last level one spell slot if i am not mistaken so okay. no. <laughs> we'll use the stairs. That would have been hilarious if I'd said yes, though, and then realized I couldn't. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Can't survive everything. <laughs> I feel like Yularis is probably like, yeah! N- no. Uh, no, uh, don't do that. Okay. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Or some other time when we're not in the middle of a right. war. Right. Mm-hmm. She'll look around. It's really hard to forget that, but sometimes, you know, you just get caught up in the moment. A, a few weeks, we all survive, we can go skydiving to your heart's content. Okay, I would like that a lot. Thank you. Okay. We will see you again on the 21st of June. Oh, and by the way, we are doing a fundraiser stream on Thursday the 10th. That'll be on uh, the Play Renegade, Renegade Games Studios Twitch channel. You can find it on our social media. We're playing some kids on bikes in support of AAPI and to stop um american asian and pacific islander hate and prejudice so why don't you stop by bees dming see you then this episode was brought to you by roll 20 that is a place where you can get your games up and going no matter the game they've got it or if they don't you can easily import it i use it all the time And quite honestly, I've been using it since 2013. So I was a pretty, I was an early adopter and uh, I use it a lot, to be quite honest. We use it when we play, even though we play often theater of the mind, we will have it on. I'll have like splash pictures on there giving, um, you know, ambiance. I also have playlists all the time for our our recordings uh, just to get to get everyone in the mood. I am Googling how tall are city walls, fortress walls. <laughs> look up, look way up. Uh, oh, it just says the height of walls varied widely by castle, but were often 2.5 to 6 meters thick.
Whoa. That's, that's a lot of wall. That's yeah, that's a lot of wall. Six meters thick? That's thick. It's real thick. You can tell I'm from a border city because I use both metric and imperial. <laughs> That's true. That's the Canadian experience. Oh, oh yeah. goodness. We have been recording for 21 minutes and we have done nothing. <laughs> we, we leveled up. We met a nice warehouse keeper who refused to tell us their name. I will still give them commendations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... We asked for directions. We denied that we did not know the cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. Pretty busy, <laughs> honestly. Anything for people. Anything. For- <laughs> <laughs> More than people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Edit that one out, please. Brian. <laughs> Bloopers. Bloopers. Yeah. Uh, I feel like 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 you're. I can't say my own name. And I think we'll end there. (laughs) Okay. I love this like skydiving note. Like I really want to have some sort of scene where we're doing like absurd like. What are the silliest ways that you can use? Yeah. Yeah. Like base. What's it called? Base. Yeah. Base base jumping. jumping. Yeah. Um, What are the most ridiculous things that you can use your magic for? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can do lots of things with Unseen Servant, obviously. We could do like. I wonder if the Unseen Servant could give piggyback ride races. I was going to ask. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I also have hideous laughter and invisibility, and I feel like we could get some good. Oh yeah, <laughs> good trouble with the combination of those two I, things. I see a, I see a like post battle montage of like that, like like piggyback races with invisible unseen servants, base jumping. Um, oh my also, like I don't know, maybe we could try like glass blowing with just like burning hands or something. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I like um, it. I can cast darkness. That's about it. So, yeah. Want to party in the good. darkness or, with ooh. us? Yeah. What's just the, go into the middle of a crowd and drop some what, darkness. What, what, and what's there the GPS you? one where you like geocaching? We could do geocaching with like locate object. Ah, <laughs> maybe that would be a lot of fun. Um, we could do Burning Man with all my other spells. Yeah, really, really. That one sums it all up. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm uh, going to hit stop. <laughs> yeah, me too. Dialogue editing by Ryan Bolter. Sound design by Victoria Rogers. Theme music by Victoria Rogers. All other music in this episode was by Dresden the Flamingo. Songs heard were Cookies, Paul Hollywood, and Snacky Snacks. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.